0: This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Always great to have Jan Vermeulen on at the line on Tuesdays. Jan, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us once again. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Quite a few items to unpack on the slot. So let's begin with the big DSTV streaming changes. Tell us more. Yeah, so uh, this is something that they just kind of quietly rolled out today. Um, uh, the big announcement uh, was that they've launched DSTV Stream. Which, Mm -hmm. on the surface, uh, looks just like a rebranding of DSTV Now, um, which... Uh, itself was actually just rebranded to just DStv a couple of years ago right. so it was DStv now and then DStv and now it's DStv Stream and it looked like they were just rebadging the app and rolling out like a couple of tweaks fixes and improvements uh, to the whole you know app and and streaming experience but in fact they'd actually made some uh, pretty substantial changes to the, the way that their streaming packages work. So for those who might not know, mm-hmm. DSTV actually in 2022 launched streaming-only packages to complement their decoder-based packages. So you can actually get DSTV now without having to worry about a decoder and dish. You can just stream it. Okay. But um, there was a big problem uh, that, that, uh, got introduced sometime last year when multi-choice decided to limit the concurrent streams. Now, um, nice. let me explain that a little bit. So it used to be possible to watch, um, for on, on one DSTV account. So you have, you have one login and then two people can watch live content directly streamed from the DSTV surf service at the same time, right? And by live content, I don't mean like just live channels. I also mean from DSTV catch up or, you know, some, some box set or something that, that's on the DSTV service. Like, like let's say one person is watching this week's episode of Carte Blanche. And the next person is watching a football game on Supersport 3, right? Um, okay. that used to be possible. And then DCB, um, said that no, people are, are quote unquote pirating, uh, from the service. And so they limited the number of concurrent streams to one, but they didn't just do this on the decoder based packages. So, um, So essentially what I suspect was happening is that you've got say mom and dad who have a DSTV premium subscription or compact plus or compact um, with a decoder and then the child moves out and they give the child their login so they can now, they can now watch DSTV from, you know, wherever they've moved out to and DSTV regards that as piracy. Um, so, uh, that's not the only way the piracy happens and that's sort of the most benign scenario. Um, but, but DSTV didn't want that to happen, but, uh, and so they implemented this concurrent stream limiting rule, but now they have a streaming only package, right? So essentially you've got a household, um, that only has streaming. They have no decoder. And so, um, and so where it, you know, not people who, who pay for the decoder, Based service now uh, th- they essentially are able to watch in two separate places, right? They can watch wherever the decoder is, and they can stream in one location to someone's tablet or phone or whatever. Right. The people who are taking up, up the streaming only package um, now don't get that benefit at all. You can only watch in one location. That's either on the TV where you know your your Apple TV or or, or, right. or media box or or, or or smart TV app is connected. Or on your mobile device. Um, and on top okay. of that, the, the, um, streaming limit broke certain features, in particular screencasting. So it used to be possible to start watching something on your, on, you know, your Android or, or iPhone. Yes. And then cast that to your TV or media box. Um, with the streaming limit, that just broke, and it would just always uh, get, pop an error back saying you've exceeded, you know, the oh, number boy. of streams allowable okay. by your subscription. Um, and okay. so, um, what MultiChoice has done now is they've brought um, the, the the two concurrent streams back for okay. its streaming-only packages, DSTV Stream, but increased the prices. So <laughs> always a catch, isn't there? Right. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, what, uh, it's a bit of a dark pattern that, that multi-choice mm-hmm. follows mm-hmm. with the way that they do their pricing. Um, uh, what we found when we dug a little bit deeper was that, oh, you can actually remove the extra stream and get the old price. So, so f- to, I'm going to illustrate that in random sense. A DSTV stream premium package used to cost, uh, 649 rand a month. Um, sorry, 699 Rand a month. Um, uh, so 700 Rand a month, and you get DSTV Premium, right? Which mm-hmm. is much cheaper than the decoder package, which costs around 850 Rand a month, right? Um, uh, and now they charge you 800 Rand a month for the DSTV stream package, so 100 Rand a month more than it used to cost, but you get mm-hmm. two streams. But at checkout, you can choose to remove the stream and then you go back to the 699 a month price. Um <laughs> Quite a so bit to wrap you choose to pay right. 14% more mm-hmm. and get two streams or you can choose to stay on the old price. For now, we've actually been informed that this whole thing is actually still a moving target. Okay. And that price could actually go up. So um, we'll right. we'll see what happens in the coming weeks, but that's that's what's happened. Huh. And when we say big streaming changes mm. at DSTV, that's what we mean. Well, as you say, Jan, let's see what transpires in the next couple of weeks. Let's just move on. We've got quite a few things to unpack here. Let's hope, hope we can get through all of them. Celci's appointed a marketing chief. Mm. This is actually part of a larger move at Celsius, positive moves at Celsius, and I thought it, it uh it was worth pointing out. So the the appointment of the marketing chief, Melanie Forbes, is is uh not the big story. The big story is that Celsius has appointed Melanie Forbes as as CMO. Um, it's appointed uh, uh Rachel Ayo Ola Ola Dejo, sorry if I've butchered your name, Rachel, as chief of staff strategy and business transformation. And these are the two most recent um, C-tier appointments at Celsi after the appointment of George Mendez um, as CEO of Celsi from the 1st of July. So George came in And then immediately after that, these two ladies came in, Mm -hmm. um, and they are all Vodacom veterans. So Mm Celci is busy headhunting aggressively from Vodacom. They've appointed two um, veterans to the board as well. Mm -hmm. Just before George was announced as CEO in June, they appointed Godfrey Mozart. From, uh, MTN, he was CEO of MTN South Africa and Maya McEngee, who was, uh, Vodacom corporate affairs executive. Um, so they've, they've got these industry heavyweights coming into Celsi okay. to hopefully right the ship. Okay. Um, which is encouraging to see because C has, has been through a rough time. Sure. Um, there are rough seas ahead still for mm-hmm. Celsi. Um, but with experienced hands, hopefully um, the the, the company will will be able to sail to calmer waters to just hammer that metaphor of the ship home. Okay, well let's go on to another metaphor. of sticking to the airwaves. Uh, Jan, a big step to free (laughs) airwaves for 4G and 5G in South Africa. Tell us about that very quickly. Yeah, so the long and the short of it is that uh, Centec, the state owned signal distributor on Mm. instruction from the Department of Communications and Digital Technologies and and its minister, Mon Ligun have switched off um, analog TV transmissions, terrestrial TV transmissions above a certain megahertz threshold. Right. So so uh, people who are tuned into high FM right now on the radio, there mm-hmm. will be a megahertz readout on your radio. Right. So there's a uh, there's a specific frequency on which high FM broadcasts. Right. And. Um, uh, and And so t v works in on exactly the same principle, except it's higher frequencies okay. and so what what 's happened now is the um, and and what has been in the works for um close on twenty years now is switching off a sizable chunk of those frequencies, moving to a more efficient transmission technology called digital TV, digital terrestrial TV, DTT. And specifically in South Africa, we use the European DVB-T2 standard. (laughs) Um, And that then frees up a whole bunch of frequencies... That then can be used in 4G and 5G networks. Now the operators have already bought some of this or, or or paid for. It's not theirs, but it is licensed to them exclusively. But they've already paid for that at auction, billions of rands, or, or rather, they've they've um, they've put in bids, billions of rands. And but they will only pay <laughs> once the frequencies become available, and that's now okay. what's happening. These frequencies are becoming available. Um, the, the, there was a ceremony in Stellenbosch yesterday mm-hmm. to switch off the supposedly the last transmitter tower. Okay. We're still investigating to make sure this has indeed <laughs> happened. Right. And, uh, but still, um, uh, good news all around. Um, the beginning of South Africa's final analog switch off is at hand. Um, the migration, albeit belatedly to digital TV, uh, yeah, is yeah. nigh, even though it's utterly useless at this point because mm. streaming is taking over. Right. Um, but at least yep. it's going to free up crucial, Indeed. crucial, um, radio frequency spectrum bandwidth okay. that our mobile network operators can use to extend their 4G and 5G networks. Jan, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us once again on a Tuesday afternoon to give us the load on and what's happening at technical wise. Jan Vermeulen, editor at my broadband.